Welcome into RJ Bell's Dream Preview Major League Baseball Edition. I'm Scott Seidenberg, joined by Griffin Warner. And before we get into Friday's slate of Major League Baseball action, including some best bets for the games coming up, wanted to talk about the All-Star festivities that will be taking place in Seattle as we have the starters for the All-Star game coming up about a little less than two weeks away. Major League Baseball announcing that four Texas Rangers, a franchise record, will be starting the All-Star game. That's the most of any team in the majors. It's the entire infield with the exception of first base. Catcher Jonah Heim, for uh, second base Marcus Simeon, shortstop Corey Seager, third base Josh Jung. The rest of the starters for the American League at first base, it's Yandy Diaz of the Rays, Shohei Otani, your designated hitter, Mike Trout of the Angels, Randy Rosarena of the Rays, and Aaron Judge of the Yankees in the outfield, although Judge probably gets replaced by somebody. Maybe another Texas Ranger in Adolis Garcia, who's having an incredible season there in Texas. In the National League, the Braves will have three starters, as will the Dodgers. Sean Murphy, the catcher from the Braves, joins his teammates, Orlando Arcia, the shortstop, and Ronald Acuna Jr. in the outfield. The Dodgers will have Freddie Freeman at first base. They'll also have the designated hitter in J.D. Martinez and Mookie Betts in the outfield. The rest of the starters at second base, Luis Arise of the Marlins, Nolan Arenado of the Cardinals at third, and Corbin Carroll, the rookie sensation of the Diamondbacks, is in the outfield. Let's get into Friday's slate of Major League games as we welcome in Griffin Warner. And Griffin, let's start with the day game at Wrigley Field, the Cubs hosting the Guardians. Justin Steele gets the start for the Cubbies and Cal Quantrill on the mound for the Guardians. Chicago, a minus 165 favorite. I mean, Justin Steele's been great so far. Um, my biggest question, Cal Contra coming off the IL, uh, hasn't been a good pitcher at all for a long time, doesn't really have much of a lineup behind him, despite how strong Josh Naylor's been. Um, it's a, feels like a really big price in the Cubs who have really big bullpen issues, um, but I don't really see a reason to jump in on the Quantrill side. Next, we have the Padres at the Reds. San Diego is a minus 140 favorite with Seth Lugo on the mound. High total of 11 there in Cincinnati. The Padres just can't get out of their own way, losing once again to the Pirates yesterday. They've now dropped five straight games. Yeah, you can totally see it in their manager. I feel like every time I put on a Padres game, uh, he's getting ejected. I mean, there's a lot of questions about how much they put money they put into the squad, and they can't really rebuild or or strip it to the bare bones in the trade deadline, which is still a little while, while away, and they have some time to turn things around, but Seth Lugo is not someone I'm worried about. I feel like in his entire career in New York, he always he never really got the starting chance, but I feel like was always good at getting outs. Um, I think he'll do that, but it's going to be tough going against the Cincinnati team that's going to try to outslug you at every point. They looked pretty good to me in Baltimore this week against a team that they really weren't built to compete against, I don't think, with such a pitching disadvantage. But this is a big time for the Padres to really step up and show that they are the team that this costs as much money as they have. Um, it's really hard for me to want to back them at this point. Twins are at the Orioles. Pablo Lopez goes from Minnesota. Dean Kramer for Baltimore. Baltimore minus 115, but the Twins right there, minus 105. Yeah, I mean, Dean Kramer and the Orioles, like I was just talking about, I mean, apropos that they come up next, uh, really good bullpen 
and good pitching staff as well. Um, I think my biggest question is, can they hit the ball? Uh, the Twins, though, are, are looking like one of the worst hitting teams for a division leader um, in all of baseball. And I don't really know. Um, at this point, I, I honestly feel like I want to be against the AL Central as much as I can, NL Central as well. Well, speaking of the NL Central, the Brewers take on the Pirates. Freddie Peralta gets to start from Milwaukee. Osvaldo Beto for Pittsburgh. Milwaukee minus 140. Yeah, I don't really know what to say about the, the Pirates at this point. Um, they started the year off really well. So I don't think we either of us started to believe in them, but um, it certainly looked a lot better than it does now. Uh, I feel like I can't really explain how all their poor hitters were hitting at the same time, all their poor pitchers were pitching well at the same time, too. Um, but at this point, I, I don't really see them hanging around with the Brewers. I feel like they're way behind in the hitting category, which is saying something considering how much the Brewers struggle. But the Brewers do work counts. They did really well, I feel like, against the Mets in this past series. Um, had a lot of opportunities, and of course, they don't hit very well, so they didn't take it, a lot of advantage of that. But I just don't think the Pirates are a team I want to back at this moment. Red Sox are at the Blue Jays. James Paxson gets a start for Boston. Jose Barrios for Toronto. Toronto minus 140 at home. Feels like a big price, but uh, I was I first came out with a much shorter number when I was making my own, and then I just like it's like no way are the Blue Jays going to be priced at this type of level. I mean, pretty awful series for the Red Sox at home against the Marlins. I don't really know if I feel like that's a an unfair result either because it seemed like they were kind of trailing big by big numbers the entire time. Um, Blue Jays certainly are are leaving a lot to be desired. Bovichet's been great, but the rest of that lineup's been pretty weak. Um, I kind of understand where the Blue Jays are priced it this way, and I, I just don't feel like the Red Sox, who I was kind of coming around to, um, but a really bad series against Miami, and I feel like a bad series in Minnesota as well has kind of made me uh, want to pump the brakes of my interest in getting back interest, excited about the Red Sox. Giants are at the Mets. Alex Cobb goes for San Francisco. Carlos Carrasco for New York. San Francisco minus 120 on the road. It's saying something, um, especially Cobb coming off the IL. He's always injured, it feels like. But you could say the same thing for Carlos Carrasco. Uh, the Mets bullpen's having big troubles all season ever since they lost their closer to uh, a World Baseball Classic injury. You got the owner coming out for the second straight season saying he's going to really level and, and not going to, I think, get rid of Buck Walter or the GM or things of that nature that they just need to play better. I mean, literally two years in a row, we're probably going to get that every season from now on. Um, I was really hoping the Giants would be an underdog here, but I understand why they're not, and so it's probably one of those. I, I don't think you can back Cookie Carrasco because you don't know if, if like five pitches will, will get his outing finished. Astros at the Rangers, and I know it's early in the season, but it gets early late, as Yogi would say, because this is a pivotal matchup in the division. Uh, Astros will send Ronald Blanco to the mound. John Gray goes for Texas. Rangers minus 155 at home. Gigantic price. Ronald Blanco's had some good numbers. I, I think throws his slider a ton, gets a ton of swing and misses, which is, to me, the most important part of, of Major League Baseball in the year of our Lord 2023. Uh, but the Rangers have been crushing the ball. Really disappointing series, I think, with the Tigers this week. Um, despite hurting two of the Tigers' starting pitchers, still didn't really have a good series result. Ended up splitting. It's one of the worst teams in baseball. So that's, that's going to hurt. Um, and I, I don't know that they were looking ahead to the Astros here, but um, that certainly could be an explanation. Uh, Astros haven't been hitting. Uh, the Rangers have. And I, I got to feel like the Astros are in a much different position where they're pressing a lot. The Rangers bullpen that I've been talking about negatively for about the entire season so far had a much better last month or so, but has still shown some 
some uh, chinks in the armor. And so I, I feel like I'm concerned about the Rangers, especially at that price, to back them here. And, and with John Gray coming off recent blister issues, that's a concern for me as well. Um, but it makes sense to me that the, the Rangers have moved from a really big underdog when they visited Houston just a month or so ago. Tigers are at the Rockies. Michael Lorenzen for Detroit, Austin Gomber for Colorado. This is minus 10 both ways. Uh, the Rockies with some freaky weather on Thursday evening, their game against the Dodgers delayed. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's only sunny in uh, 300 days of sun in Colorado, I guess. I guess not tonight um, or Thursday night. But, yeah, you know, I feel like the Tigers, yes, they had a good series in, in Arlington. But uh, when I see them on the road against a team that, I mean, isn't from their division, and I guess the Rockies aren't much better than the bad centrals of both leagues. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty interested in the home team. I, I feel like... The Tigers, I mean, I guess they're a young, upstart, kind of rambunctious bunch that have been a little bit more competitive than people expected. Rockies have been disastrous, but they also are in a really good division. So I think it's home team is, is my interest in that one. The Yankees are at the Cardinals. Matthew Libertori gets a start for the Cardinals. Luis Severino for the Bombers. Yankees offense is rolling right now, even uh, with the perfect game thrown by Domingo Herman. Still double-digit runs in back-to-back days against the A's. Yankees minus 115 on the road here. A little surprised to see the, the Yanks favored, but Libertor has not really done anything in two years of being a really good high-end prospect and didn't deliver on that last year. Got sent back down to the minors, and I feel like it struggled this year as well. I don't know. I mean, you probably have a better insight into your expectations on Luis Severino, but I mean, he's still got the pedigree of who he was in the past. I don't know that he's the same guy at the moment. Um, I feel like Jordan Hicks has emerged as the closer now for St. Louis. That helps, especially when Giovanni Gallegos has given up like five five runs in an inning in the eighth, um, and they got Helsley on the IL. So that's a problem. I feel like the Yankees are deeper there. So that probably explains that they're a road favorite. Um, but I don't know if you have some some extra insight into Severino that he's trustworthy all of a sudden. Uh, he has not been trustworthy, but then again, <laughs> like maybe he gets motivated by the performance of Domingo Herman because Herman had you know a couple of bad starts back to back, and then he throws the perfect game. Severino is coming off his best start of the season when he threw six shutout innings against Texas, so maybe it's his time now. I mean, I, what he really needs is me to bet against, uh, again, bet against him because I, I now have successfully bet against the perfect game thrower the last two times it happened. King Felix in like 2015 or something like that, or maybe 2012, whenever that was, and then Domingo Herman on Wednesday night. Incredible. Um, I just, I have a knack. What can I say? The Diamondbacks are at the Angels. Tommy Henry goes for Arizona. Griffin Canning for L.A. The Angels minus 145. Great name. Uh, finally, Griffin Canning came onto the show. Um, I feel like big price for him, though, because he's always been a, a big name that has never delivered on expectations. Um, I think he's a bigger favorite than I'd feel comfortable considering he seems to be a throw the fastball as, as hard as you can and try to get it by guys. And unfortunately, it's hard to do at this level. Um, but I feel like the Angels have gotten better. They're improving in their bullpen, getting a little bit more out of Trout and Otani. Otani's delivering forever, but um, I don't think that's that's a price I want to play the underdog for. The Rays are at the Mariners. Shane McClanahan day. Bryce Miller will go for the Mariners. McClanahan, a minus 135 road favorite. I'm RJ Bell, and I'm going to give you some straight talk. Now, there's two types of people that try to be healthy. One is the fanatics. They're the types that show up in Vegas, and they got a water bottle, and they got like a celery chopped up, and 
Let's forget about them because I'm nothing like them. And you know what? I know a lot of them love AG1, but I'm not speaking to them. You guys got it covered. You know AG1's good. I'm talking about the people who try, but they're not perfect with it. And to me, that's what makes AG1 perfect is you can have a big dinner and maybe eat a little too much. Maybe have that glass of wine or that beer. You're not feeling great. Next morning, you have the AG1, and all of a sudden, you're back feeling good. And to me, if you can have that as your home base in a way, that, that center, that equator, that center that you can return to at any time with just a nice drink and feel healthy, well, I love it. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash rjbell. That's drinkag1.com slash rjbell. Check it out. DraftKings, the leader in fantasy sports, just dropped a brand new fantasy app, Pick 6. Now, what's different about this thing? I was never a big fantasy guy. You know why? Is I always worried, you know, who's on the other side? Who am I playing against? With Pick 6, you're not going against another player or players. You're going against the bookmaker. You're going against the number that they put up. So all you got to do is pick between two and six NFL players and choose if they're going to have more or less of the stat that interests you. Download DraftKings Pick 6 app now and sign up with code RJ. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date lists of states, please visit dkng.com slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Yeah, big questions about McClanahan's health coming off in a back injury or tight back that had him leave a Royal start after four innings, didn't mm-hmm. have the velocity. Um, I'm concerned about how far he goes in this game. I feel like there's there's a – I mean, they literally threw four innings or max five for like the first three years of his major league career, finally ex- let him extend a little bit more, and they know that McClanahan's their prize asset. The Rays are going to probably keep him and eventually deal him for four incredible prospects and then – just retool their roster. But uh, until then, they're going to treat him with kid gloves, which I think probably leads into a lot of Ray's bullpen. But it worked fairly well on Thursday with Yanni Torinos, I think, eating up almost almost seven innings, I think, out of the bullpen uh, in like a, a bullpen game. He was the bulk guy and, and really did well keeping the, the Diamondbacks quiet. Uh, Bryce Miller, I think, is, is a real test for him. A fastball only guy, it seems to me. Not really good breaking stuff. He's going to try to throw a high fastball by the Rays, and they've shown with pitchers like Dylan Cease, they just don't look at, at sliders at all. They simply swing at fastballs, and I think they might hit him really hard. Some games that uh, are off the board right now. We have the Phillies hosting the Nationals. John, It looks like Josiah Gray gets a start for the Nationals. Right now it's listed as Christopher Sanchez for the Phillies, but not sure what they're going to do with their pitching situation just yet. What do you think about the Phillies? They've won three straight games, or excuse me, four straight games right now. Well, I mean, they had a great run last year. I think they make sense. They might not have started the season as hot, trying to get into it after uh, a much later potential start to their preparations. 
Um, of course, they have a lot of the great hitting that they need. Trey Turner coming over was big as well. Um, getting Bryce Harper back from his Tommy John surgery. I mean, that's all, I think, good and helpful. Um, their bullpen seems to have some guys in it. So I, I feel like it was probably a long play that eventually they'd, they'd turn it on or turn it around. The problem is they're so far behind the Braves that uh, they got to really start winning. I feel like the division is almost out of sight already, which is kind of incredible considering what part of the year we're in. But um, Phillies have been hitting. I expect them to do that again. Well, speaking of that division, the Marlins take on the Braves in Atlanta, and uh, Miami has won five straight games. They're only six games back. Uh, Brian Hoeing gets a start for the Marlins. Not sure what the Braves are going to do with their pitching situation yet, but can the Marlins take two of three from the Braves over the weekend? Ooh, I, I would bet against that. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably some pretty heavy odds if you're if you're taking the fish to win that series. But I think it's going to be Michael Soroka coming up from the minors mm, okay. who has had some good numbers recently. Um, but you can say that about a lot of minor league pitchers. I mean, we saw Brandon Fott from the Arizona Diamondbacks today putting up good numbers for like his entire minor career and coming up to the bigs and really struggling. Um, I think Soroka will probably be pretty good. Uh, I feel pretty confident he's going to start that one. But, of course, who knows with probable pitchers and all those sort of things. But uh, Hoeing's been good kind of in a let's see if you can just eat some outs for us role. That's actually done fairly well, gotten a bunch of outs in a bunch of games and just kept the team in it. Of course, they're playing really well, doing it a very different way than the Braves. I think this is a, a class game where Miami's going to go in there and try to keep it as low scoring as possible. Atlanta's going to quote go in their home park where they're built to score a ton of runs and do just that. So uh, I'm not really looking to back Miami in this series. They do have Alcantara pitching, I think, on Sunday, but I, I just don't really know there's a lot of situations. Miami might gr grab one. I don't think they – it's probably unlikely to get swept here, but I think winning that series will be tough, and I think uh, just winning any – or speculating on them to win one of those games I think will be difficult as well. The Dodgers are in Kansas City to take on the Royals. It's going to be uh, Bobby Miller getting the start for the Dodgers. Jordan Lyles was scratched from this start with an illness, so I think he's just trying to you know relish in his win for a little longer before he picks up another loss. I mean, I would think he'd want to – like have that record i mean like you start out the year with 17 losses in a row or whatever the number would be i feel like that's something you tell your grandkids and you'll never be forgotten but i guess uh probably the pride of a professional athlete comes in um and at least we won't have to watch like the post-game interview and, and feel like I, he might cry or something like that so well, he got I mean, he got the they got the win the last time out so i'm just saying like he scratched himself probably because he wants to keep that win Oh, oh, sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah, uh, you know, um, I guess trying not to pitch against Freddie Freemans of the world is probably a good idea to try to uh, keep your career alive and keep that winning streak alive <laughs> more importantly. Um, I don't really know where he's going to go from here, but uh, I feel like when he plays the Royals, he's an underdog every night. And the White Sox will be at the A's. Luis Medina, the scheduled starter for Oakland. Uh, this is a team that is just so, so, so bad. Did beat the Yankees in the first game of that three-game set, but then they got the perfect game thrown against them, and then they did score four runs yes, uh, on Thursday, but still lost. Yeah, um, I really f I felt like I had the right call. Domingo Herman completely uncompetitive against Seattle at home, uh, and I guess they didn't check him for sticky substances or something like that, and therefore mm. perfect game comes in. But I think that was my one foray into the Oakland Athletics. I think it was a really, really difficult journey, one that I never want to make again, and I'm just happy that I emerged with all my limbs, TVs, remotes, everything intact. So 
uh, I think that the A's are, uh, are, it was nice knowing them. Uh, I am only a bet against the A's from now on, but I don't really know when they'll ever be a favorite for me to really take advantage of that. There's some interesting uh, odds on DraftKings Sportsbook in terms of the most valuable player. Shohei Otani in the American League is minus 1,200. Any other player, plus 650. Any interest in betting the field versus Otani? Uh, you know, it's interesting because last year Aaron Jones won it and had an awesome historic season, of course, but I feel like Otani deserves it every season. So that made me feel like it's a little bit more of a writer's game and see whoever they're in love with what the narrative is. The Angels don't look like they're a team that's going to win the division or have the best record or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know that I'm interested in the field because I feel like I would vote Otani, the the MVP every season, almost like, I mean, based on what he's done already, I feel like he's already won the award. But, I mean, I'm always tempted by a little bit of candy and some odds coming in. Uh, I feel like maybe if I was going to speculate on someone, if, if the Rangers keep doing what they're doing, if the Rays keep doing what they're doing, the problem is, like, who do you really think it's going to be from the Rays? Is it a Rosarena? Maybe, because I feel like McClanahan already showing some injury stuff. He might get shut down for a little while. And then from the Rangers, I guess you could probably go Corey Seager, but he's already been on the IL once. Probably will happen again before the end of the year. So it looks like, I mean, I kind of don't blame him. It's like a, a paved road straight to an Otani MVP. How about in the National League? Ronald Acuna minus 200, the field plus 150. Uh, another tough situation. This one actually where his team is playing well and is looks like the best team in the world. Um, I, I'm curious if, if you would pick... I probably the AL as a, as a, a group versus the Braves to win the World Series. Um, I think that's a pretty tough dead heat. I mean, the Rays have been playing so well, but I think there's some questions about the Rangers as, as well coming out of the AL. I feel like Acuna has been so good, top of that order. Uh, another one of those situations where if he avoids injury and, and plays and keeps putting up the incredible steal and home run numbers, I don't really see another person coming in there swooping that award unless maybe the Dodgers have an incredibly historic second half and Mookie Betts or, or one of their top players like Freddie Freeman really delivers. All right, Griffin, before we get into best bets coming up here for Friday's slate of Major League Baseball games, let me tell you how you can save money at pregame.com. First off, if you're not a pregame.com member, you go have to go ahead and sign up. It's free to sign up. And after you sign up, you get a free $25 just for being a new member. And you can use that $25 on anything on the website. You can get a daily best bet package. Maybe you want a weekend or all act. We're running a special holiday weekend all-access package you can get right now for your favorite pregame pro. Maybe you want a seven-day all-access or our brand-new Bridge to Football package. It's all available for you at pregame.com. And using our promo code MIDSUMMER20, in the spirit of the All-Star game, MIDSUMMER20, M-I-D-S-U-M-M-E-R-20, that's going to get you 20% off of anything you'd like at pregame.com. So just go to the website, sign up. If you're already a pregame.com member, take 20% off using the promo code MIDSUMMER20. All right, Griffin, give me a best bet here. Take it away for Friday. For my best bet for this Friday episode, take Dean Kramer and the Baltimore Orioles. Slight home favor. I got minus 114 showing right now, bet online. I feel like it's one of those games where the many... Orioles starters are able to keep the other team off the off the scoreboard as long as they can in what's now a very big pitcher's park at the uh, 
at the Camden Yards. And uh, that, that Orioles bullpen, I think, is pretty dominant. So I'll take the home team as a slight favorite. All right, for me, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays and Shane McClanahan. This is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, the ERA leader in Major League Baseball, and he's rested because he left his start early. Yes, I know that there was injury concerns, but he didn't want to come out of the game. You know, watching that start, I know the velo was down a little bit, but he did not want to come out of the game. They tested him out. They say he's just fine, and now he's back on the mound here, not skipping a start, and he's facing the Seattle Mariners, not exactly a high-scoring team. McClanahan, this is a good price at 135. Give me the raise with McClanahan against the Mariners. That'll do it for this edition of RJ Bell's Dream Preview Major League Baseball Edition. We will talk to you next time. Have a safe holiday weekend. Well, we'll talk to you before the holiday, but enjoy your weekend. I'm Scott Seidenberg. He's Griffin Warner. This is RJ Bell's Dream Preview Major League Baseball Edition.